Welcome to the Applied Mycology Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Leaf, here with your other host, Craig. Greetings. And Craig, uh, what is Applied Mycology and why are we talking about it? That's a great question. And I'll kind of refer to the namesake that this project comes from. It's from this collection of essays, this academic book called Applied Mycology, but it often refers to Mycology, which is the study of fungi, molds, mycelium, and yeasts as a neglected megascience. It's a rather young science. Fungi were only formally separated from plants back in 1969, so just, just a little over 50 years ago, which is pretty wild. But yet they play an enormous role and influence in our world. And so someone, let's say, working with plants, a botanist, someone that studies plants, a horticulturist, someone that grows plants, an agronomist that learns how to produce them in scale, and then there's all these different dispensations. So with mycology, it's kind of a blanket term. So you could be a mycologist, someone who does animal or plant pathology because fungi are usually considered as diseases or blights, even though they're just trying to recycle nutrients. Or you could study the cell biology, the molecular biology. So the term applied mycology is something that I think people have some more talked about, how we can take this understanding that we've gained from this classical kind of more academic focus and apply them to our world because there truly are a wide range of benefits that fungi can provide to our health, environment, and society through the application of mycology. Yeah, and this is a topic that's been growing in interest a lot over the past years, and we're starting to see more and more mushroom businesses popping up and mycology-related endeavors from growing mushrooms as food, gourmet mushrooms, and then also the rise in interest in medicinal mushrooms as uh, natural health supplements. Also topics like Mycoremediation, using fungi to clean up environmental contamination, and even just incorporating fungi into agricultural practices, gardening, soil health. Understanding also just the profound influence they have in ecosystems, which are in a lot of ways shifting the way that a lot of people view nature and even reality around us. For example, the rising popularity of the concept of mycorrhizal fungi connecting plant roots under the soil and becoming these nutrient exchange networks, which are giving real physical models to concepts of the interconnectivity of nature in our world. And fungi tend to in many ways be biological entities that both on a very real and physical level connect things, but also connect things in a more academic and abstract way, because as we'll get into in this show, there's so many facets of culture, society, human activity, and health that fungi can be related to. So Craig, what got you interested in fungi in the first place, and what led you to wanting to talk about and pursue this type of stuff? Great question. So I guess kind of going back on it, when I was in university, I was definitely part of when I studied in college, I have focused on kind of environment, environmental policy, oftentimes, how do we interact with our environment after there's been some kind of event, you know, usually contamination or pollution. So kind of the policy for environmental remediation. So that was something after I graduated college, I was interested in looking into like how we can do this in a way that's not so impactful upon the environment. So got into bioremediation at that point. I was learning about how people were using plants and also bacteria and algae to break down environmental contaminants using their metabolic capacity. But then I kind of stumbled upon micromediation. So how fungi could be utilized, their strong enzymes and their wide enzymatic vocabulary to break down or stabilize or immobilize a wide number of both organic and inorganic toxins and contaminants. So at that point, I was like, whoa, okay, like this is possible. But then I kind of flash back to when I was 
in my intro biology lab in, in university and realizing, huh, like, why do I know so little about fungi? You know, this course pack I had where we kind of had this intro to bio lab and it basically contained overview of the five different kingdoms and every kingdom of the five had a page, page and a half, whereas fungi had a paragraph. You know, decomposed organic matter makes associations with plants through mycorrhizal um, associations and was kind of curious. So that was kind of where I kind of started down the rabbit hole and focusing on um, understanding the ecology of fungi, how we can use them in their environment, which kind of led me down this path to micromediation, to teaching, diving deeper into it, into soil, and then also kind of pairing on the molecular biology, how fungi are kind of, in addition to the great decomposers, also recomposers, and this is possible through interesting ways that they're able to express themselves on a molecular basis. So, uh, it's kind of my background, I suppose, in a nutshell, rather medium to large one. Yeah, yeah, very nice. And and I do feel there are some parallels in my own journey to this place. I studied ecology as an undergraduate in college, and you know, I got a four-year degree. I didn't really learn about fungi at all, except for a few times we learned about some sort of mold that grows on a plant or something like that, but definitely didn't... Uh, understand the profundity or influence of them by that point. And then as time went on, I worked in uh, landscaping, construction, did a lot of work with invasive plant removal, various types of land management, and, you know, kind of wanted to learn more about, like, how do we restore the health of these damaged, compromised, or just not as healthy as they could be environments. And so I eventually got, you know, the, the hooks in me when I started reading about, like you, that's probably what got me into it, was reading about the idea of fungi as a tool in environmental remediation. I remember originally reading about how fungal mycelium could absorb nuclear waste. Then later on, I started reading more about microremediation, reading some of the, some of the early uh, and kind of seminal books written on it. I went back to school, got into environmental chemistry, bioremediation type things. But once again, it was hard for me to actually work directly with fungi. And, and part of it is because I didn't have a microbiology background. And I didn't even realize that's really kind of where this path will lead many folks if they're pursuing it in an academic level. So I wanted to get more into this applied land restoration stuff and use fungi. And I finished school and realized I didn't know how to grow fungi. I didn't really know how to work with them at all. So then I spent a couple of years in commercial mushroom cultivation, working at a farm and kind of learning the ins and outs of how to actually grow mycelium, how to, we were producing lots of oyster mushrooms, lion's mane, things like that. And then from there, I branched out back into environmental research and education. And, you know, part of the work is research and, you know, land management, trying to use fungi to solve environmental challenges. But after enough time of trying to pursue these things, one of the takeaway messages I got is that when we think of concepts like micro-remediation or how to leverage fungi and regenerative agriculture and things like that, there's just so much that is unknown. Even, even the experts who know the most about it, there's still a bunch of unknowns for them. But then we go to the, the general population, and most people... This is a very niche and sometimes strange subject. You may realize if this field is ever really going to like influence the profound benefits that it has the capability to, people are going to have to know it's a thing in the first place, you know? So that's uh, kind of where a lot of my focus got into education and kind of spreading the information on these topics. The initial hook of like 
yeah, you know, fungi, they can break down wood. They can also use those same abilities to break down pollutants. Or fungi can be a sustainable food source. You know, you can use waste products from industries to grow mushrooms and there's all these cool potentials, but often a lot of the resources on them, they get you in the door, but then they don't really like show you around the mansion too much. And you kind of have to wander around in the dark and, you know, grope around for a light switch or something to figure out what's going on. So I think the part of the goal of what we're trying to do here is to bring some of these topics, you know, shed a little more light onto them. And in a, in a pragmatic and somewhat sober and practical way. We believe greatly in the potential of fungi, but let's not just go ahead and just off the bat say that mushrooms are going to save the planet because there's a whole lot whole lot of details that would need to be worked out to utilize a lot of these technologies. And so I think we're trying to provide a, you know, a helpful resource so that people who do want to either either maybe you're just curious and want to learn about this, but if you're someone who wants to pursue, you know, a fungi mushroom related career or hobby or you know get into academic research on a topic like mycoremediation try to give perspectives that will help people kind of get some context on what's already been done what it's like and uh, what could be done we'll be bringing in a lot of guests for various conversations guests of a variety of backgrounds from mushroom farmers to academic geneticists, soil biologists, to, to writers, journalists, people who are uh, interacting with fungi in all sorts of different ways to kind of let us uh, know about all the ways that they influence people's lives and that they could be opportunities for anyone to either on a, just a personal level make their life a little more richer and fuller or potentially try to pursue this uh, neglected mega science, as you uh, so eloquently put it, Craig, from that old Applied Mycology book. Definitely. And the education component is an important focus. And that's something where when I was getting into it, I was a period of self-study where I just was learning so much. So kind of I had to do that deep dive. But when I had an opportunity to kind of work in, people were also interested. And one thing I found was taking those kind of maybe complex topics that definitely required a bit of isolation to go through the literature and reading uh, and make it palatable and accessible. Because that's one thing I do think where a number of people are very much interested in science, but can be a bit overwhelmed by the detail. Like, you know, an academic paper is not always super accessible. It kind of requires a foundational understanding of terms and methodologies and descriptors. And that prior basis usually comes with the necessity of getting a degree or some kind of formal education and some kind of background. So the access to with much of the mycology community is people are kind of stumbling into it in a number of different ways. And as it continues to grow with the guests that we hope to have on, show kind of the community and the whole application approach, making it accessible, but also providing the resources to go deep. Definitely as the popularity has grown, providing kind of exploration of who's doing what and for how long. And also, if you're curious and want to learn more and kind of show that there is a network out there that is existing, because that's something that definitely is hard to find. If you don't know the network exists, it could be existing and you can be doing things and often the wheel could be built or reinvented simultaneously where people are very much inspired. So in the future, we're looking to cover a wide variety of topics, make them accessible, provide people that can provide a deeper insight 
but also share those resources that if you want to go on that deep dive, if you're interested in kind of just a cursory glance or overlook, but also or really want to make this your kind of focus, there is that potential. And, you know, taking a pragmatic and scientific approach to these topics, kind of in the show's future horizon beyond just, you know, having a podcast, recurring guests looking to create more of a platform where we'll have roundtables with previous guests that have very much intersecting or complementary fields or experience webinars by those people, you know, and even, you know, potentially some educational content as well, kind of going in these deeper aspects, because it definitely is something that when I was starting my kind of exploration to the world of fungi and to mycology, I wish, you know, sometimes there was that mentor or someone to hold your hand or not even hold your hand, but just kind of show you that there are many different paths to go down, but they aren't exclusive. So kind of an overview in short in general. Yeah, a big component of What's so appealing about working with fungi is that there is this mycology community. Once you get into it, and then when you start to meet people with similar interests, there's very powerful shared interest and community that can develop. And part of the goal is to kind of promote that and to promote these dialogues and discussions with people to really get into what the experiences are and, and not in a in an ideological way of, well, here's the doctrine of the mushroom and the fungi, and if we follow the mushroom <laughs> doctrine, then we, we'll save the planet type of thing, but more like, what are people doing? How's it working out for them? And what advice do they have for people who might want to do similar things? And so we're going to be covering topics uh, ranging from mushroom cultivation, medicinal mushrooms, their uses and benefits, starting or running a mushroom-based business, how mushrooms and food security are related, the the whole do-it-yourself mycology subculture. We're going to be talking about mycoremediation, just various ecological roles of fungi, and then how these roles can be leveraged in gardening, farming practices, kind of getting your hands in the dirt. We're also going to get into some more sciencey stuff, how to perform research on and with fungi. And we're, I mean, we're going to cover the gamut with this, though, from just it being like a home hobby to, you know, high-tech genomic bioinformatics because it's all of it is contributing to the current knowledge and on that note also we will be focusing on the concept of citizen science a lot because you know we're basically trying to fill in the spectrum here like citizen science you're just interested in this you can contribute in mycology but we also want to talk to people who are doing the cutting-edge high-tech you know environmental genetics work because both are important. Both are going to move this field forward. And there's a lot of interesting, unexplored frontiers that are coming out right now in terms of, you know, not just what does this fungus do, but what are the communities of various other organisms and the symbioses and the parasitisms that go on. And it's a field that's really ripe for exploration. And we're hoping to uh, help uh, any of you interested listeners go a little deeper into this journey with some of the really impressive people we've met over the years who are involved in this world. Exactly. And showing that there is a community of people working on these different fields kind of is a nice parallel to the ubiquity of fungi, how they're everywhere in the world doing all these different roles and functions, but you just may not be realizing them. So definitely kind of much like in the metaphor, this is a way to build connections, but put a more 
educational, connective, collaborative community resource. As much as I love stapling hyphens onto words, it does kind of talk about the unique condition of, you know, something that I wish was out there and I've talked people was out there. That's something definitely when I was starting my mycological journey um, that I kind of wish that was in place. And I think some people have talked about or mentioned, but it's something that really, you know, there's been little pockets when there's been a big festival or convergence, but there's really nothing that really kind of galvanized it in person to kind of online. So very fitting, you know, um, that is kind of the nature of applied mycology online. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well put. So that's a, a little summary of what this show is about and who we are. So if this sounds interesting, uh, then stay tuned because we've got some really interesting guests who are going to be joining us and uh, going down these different rabbit holes or depths of exploration into all the ways fungi are influencing us and we're influencing them and vice versa. So thanks for listening and stay tuned. <laughs>